Hello and welcome to Something in the Stars Astrology Podcast. I am your host, Kelly, and today Amy and I will be discussing the forecast for July of 2020. Please sit back and enjoy. All right. You ready to talk about the July forecast? You know, (laughs) why not? (laughs) You're like, sure. Okay, so let's go back in time for a second, because the last time you and I did this together was May 17th, May 18th. Yeah. So it was before George Floyd. Yeah. Because that was May 25th. Mm -hmm. And... It's funny because I went back and listened to like the May and June podcast and it was really interesting. Whereas like even though that had not happened yet, some of those themes were present, you know, and and it's and, you know, I want to look at things very globally. Um, But I mean, it all spoke to what was happening you know with the aftermath of George Floyd the economy (laughs) COVID-19 the horrible political hellscape that we're in now and we're recording this on oh my god what is today June 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 19th a month a month after yeah a month after and we're going to that we're consistent, eh? Yeah, we're consistent. So, um, where we start July, so I think what's important to first note about July is that at this point, Mars is in Aries. <laughs> Yay! Mars is in his home sign doing Mars stuff. <laughs> so, we haven't, I mean, in the real time, in the land that you and I are in right now, we haven't gotten to that yet. So we don't know what it looks like. So I'm going to be really curious to see what that looks like. But I think, you know, Mars is, Mars can bring the anger, but it can also bring action. The, well, yeah, it can, it's like, being angry for good you know like you can be angry for good or you can be angry for stupid (laughs) you know for sure and I think that's definitely you know you can use that anger to fuel that momentum and that movement for for good yeah so on let's see I actually remembered to bring my laptop up here so I just want to see. Yeah, so on July 1st, Mars is at two degrees Aries. And on July 2nd, our pal Saturn drifts back into Capricorn. Oh. So, yeah, so this is like what we, it's business of the last several years. So Saturn, you know, is is retrograde right now. It's like, sorry, I got to go back into Capricorn to uh, tie up the loose ends and spank everybody. We got some things we forgot about. We got to go back and take care of them. Yeah, that's pretty much well what's happening with that. And also, too, Saturn is co-present with Pluto again. Oh, lovely Pluto. I know, I know. It's just, you know, the, the year started out with the Saturn-Pluto conjunction, and the year is going to end with us doing all of the um, destruction <laughs> um, that that has brought. So for people who are going through their Saturn return, like their Saturn is in Capricorn, and you're like, yay, it went into Aquarius, I'm done. Well, it just went back into Capricorn. So you got some shit to deal with. Um, people with later degrees of Capricorn or later degrees of the cardinal signs, it's going to be it's gonna be hitting that stuff again. 
So just so you know, until the middle of December, Saturn's going to be hanging out in its home sign of Capricorn. Oh, fun. Yeah, it's going to be real fun when... Oh, say that again. It's going to be one hell of a year. I mean, it already is, but just... Yeah. We just made it all saddle up, settle in, buckle up, put on our helmets. Yeah. Well, and on July 4th, we... July 4th, America's birthday, we get the eclipse, full moon eclipse in Capricorn. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, good times. So I did I did a uh a podcast on the eclipses for for the for the eclipses for the rest of the year. Yeah. So if anybody wants to go back and listen to that, Kathy Pod did an excellent um we had an excellent discussion about that. But um yeah, it's gonna be a lunar eclipse in Capricorn. Full moon. Yay. And, you know, on the solstice, which as we're recording that, that's going to be this weekend. We also get that big old. Yeah, we get that big old solar eclipse. Yeah. So there's a lot going on. Yeah, it's like, so we get we got three, three eclipses. We had the Sagittarius one on June 5th, which was like a week, kind of like, I'm kind of an eclipse, I'm kind of not, but you know, I'm here. And then we have the mother of all eclipses with the solar and cancer on the day of the solstice. And like, eclipses on like solstices and equinoxes just seem to be like way more intense. And then, and then after that, and this is the final one in Capricorn, Um, so I had said in the previous podcast that I felt like, you know, mom was like sending us to our room with a spanking, like, go and think about what you did. And like, with Capricorn, you know, with, with Capricorn, with the ruler of Saturn, you know, I get like the, like the father figure sort of energy. So it's almost like this is your dad being disappointed in you. And that's or like some always worse. Or most. Yeah. Or like just authority being disappointed. You know, just there's just some type of disappointment. Yeah. Or and you know, eclipses are disruptions anyway. You know, we got a full moon, but then like, sorry, you know, it's all, it's all disrupted and whatever. So it's almost like we can't, I feel like, and we're in, I I can feel that we're in the eclipse tunnel now because like, I don't know about you, but I feel like I can't really get a handle on much of things these days. Yeah, I'm pretty much just done. I'm just tired. I just... Oh, I just feel it kind of just, I don't know, this weird exhaustion where it's just like, uh, I can't. Yeah. You can't what? I can't process. Like, it just like, yeah. you know, like, it's there, but like, working through it all, it's just like, it, it doesn't happen. I don't know. So Yeah. I feel like I'm in a fog. Yeah, that's what that's what it's felt like to me, too. It's like, you know, the second I think I'm like, getting focused and getting onto something, it just like feels disrupted and kind of falls apart. And it's just kind of, I mean, it's really like, I feel like in this time, it's just like, I've given up trying to manifest anything. It's like, you know, I'm just gonna try to like, I'm just gonna read some books. I'm gonna like <laughs> existing right now. And just Yeah. It's like if I have days that I brain drain, it's like, you know, fine, fine. Like I've just kind of got into that space of like when I have the energy for stuff, I do it. And then, you know, when I don't have it, I just kind of have to accept the fact that I don't have it. And that was something we talked about last time. So this Capricorn eclipse is like it's finishing out the 
um, Cancer Capricorn Eclipse season that we had for, you know, 18 months or whatever when they were when the nodes were in uh, those signs. So um, part of me is feeling kind of like good riddance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I'm just kind of done with the Capricorn energy. But another part of me is just kind of like, you know, but, you know, please leave me with like at least one last word of wisdom yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So just, you know, and don't just what? don't just leave us hanging. Yeah. You know, like, but it, hopefully if, you know, you're putting in the work and doing the things that you should do and need to do, you'll know what you need to do. If that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that I think that too because it's kind of like for all of the for all of the disappointment <laughs> there's still going to be the the lesson around yep. it. For sure. So and these days it just feels like it's lessons left and right oh, just kind of Yeah. <laughs> lesson bukaki. <laughs> just all of- Yeah. <laughs> there's a lesson, there's a lesson. I heard you like lessons on lessons. Just break- <laughs> oh my god lesson bukkake i love it <laughs> um okay so here's a bit of good news on july 12th mercury stations direct yay yay <laughs> so mercury is retrograde in cancer right now as we're talking. I pray to God that this recording goes okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mercury will station direct. It went retrograde. What was it? It stationed on June 17th. I was going to say it was just recently, think, pretty recently. Yeah, it was in the last couple of days, and I think it. I think it's stationed at like fifteen or seventeen degrees. It is going to go back to five degrees, and then start trucking all the way back through Cancer. You know, Cancer. The you know, and we talked a little bit about last last time about how the tone of Mercury was going to be that of Cancer, and you know, Cancer very mothering, very nurturing, very. You know, still waters run deep. There's like lots of stuff lurking under there. You know, you just got to reach in and find yep. it. What? You said those deep emotions. Yeah, deep emotions, but also some neediness. But one of the things we had talked about was I would rather people be needy and tell me what they need rather than just be like, you know, like act out and be like, fuck off. I do what I want, which... You know, I actually think since Mercury has entered Cancer, I think we've been seeing a lot of that in terms of what people need. Yeah, I would. Like, I think. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, I think there's been I mean, and you can look at this on a personal level, but, you know, also just looking at it on a global level where, you know, there's been a lot of discussion mm-hmm. around what people need. And I think people are more understanding and open to that discussion than before. Yeah. I mean, still a lot that, that need work and, 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 but there are more people that are coming to that are waking up. So. Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed that as well. It's almost like it's not as, I don't know, taboo yeah. to say, this is what's needed. Yeah. <laughs> we can't do this anymore. We can't go back. We can't. It's all forward momentum from here. So get used to it, everybody. Um. I'm looking to forward to not having a planet in retrograde because, you know, I forgot to mention this last month. Um, Neptune went retrograde on June. Uh, it goes retrograde on June 22nd. <laughs> So it's like just, yeah, all the, just all the planets yeah. like fucking off. <laughs> we're, we're gonna go back over a bunch of shits. Yeah. Slowly. Slowly but surely. Keeping 
slowly dragged across the concrete. Just <laughs> so, so Mercury stations on July 12th in Cancer. On July 14th, which is my husband's birthday, uh, Mars and Aries will conjunct Chiron. So, I know the note that I gave to you about this. Sorry, my notes were like super weak. <laughs> this this go around, but it, but I put, what do we do about all of these wounds? <laughs> we must do something. <laughs> Fix them. Start a new infrastructure. Well, and Chiron and Aries is the identity wound, yeah. and. You know, I think I think there's a lot of people questioning like yeah, who who the fuck am I and you know what have I been doing and what have I been blind to? Yeah, what is our identity and two just as a whole like you know yeah. in our country like what is our identity? What we believe it to be versus what it is. I think Last month, we talked about pulling that curtain back. And Uh we're seeing that curtain being pulled back. And, you know, I think a lot of people who, you know, are shocked at what they see, like, you know, they were kind of just living that perfect, like, you know, world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and if you look at it, like in terms of identity, like what does it mean to be an American? It's very different. You know, me being a um, white, cis, middle-aged woman in the Midwest, means my experience is very different, you know? And I think a lot of people are looking around going, oh. Yeah. (laughs) Recognizing and, you know, just how good, you know, and how different things are Mm -hmm. in just like your everyday existence. Yeah. Yeah. And it is uncomfortable. Oh, it's so uncomfortable. Yeah, it's uncomfortable for people. I've had to go through it. It was uncomfortable, you know, for me and like, you know, moving from down south and then coming up here you know like that's what I had to learn about all of this and you know and I got you know I I got my lessons and I had to learn through you know and talk Mm -hmm. and and talk and learn and, and feel that like shittiness and that shame you know and that disappointment in like an anger of all of it and the realization, yeah. you know, and it is, it, it is hard to process, but then, you know, like, hopefully you come through it a, a better person, you know, but yeah, it's just like, it's not that hard to do the work as long as you can allow yourself to be uncomfortable. And I think that's where a lot of people have their issue is the, cannot allow themselves to be uncomfortable to feel those yucky messy feelings and that's that's a problem yeah well and I think what happens too is people take it personal Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like you know you white person you are not white supremacy you're a person that has benefited from it, but we're not talking about you. It's kind of like when dudes get mad at us talking about me too. Yeah. It's like, we're not talking about you. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about the patriarchal system and how you just being born the way that you are and like white dude hetero body yeah. has, you know, like you just automatically benefited from it, but we're not saying that you're a bad person. Mm-hmm. Like, you kind of have to separate, you have to separate it out. And, you know, we're going to, when I saw this aspect, I was like, this is kind of cool because like, you know, there's a real opportunity to, uh, you know, address 
those wounds. Yeah. You know, and even if it's not in particular to that, it's just an opportunity to like identify, you know, where your wounds are like, and, you know, take action to do something about them. But the thing is, is that it's uncomfortable because you even have, you first, you have to admit there's even a problem. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that acceptance. Yeah. And I mean, there's, there's, (gasps) there's going to be a lot. I feel like there's going to be a lot of, um, acceptance this month like that's just that's what I feel is like the main lesson and I think that is actually coming up in the aspects what's next oh yeah so (laughs) speaking of that on July 14th we also have the sun and cancer opposite Jupiter in Capricorn so you got Mars and Chiron and are facing with each other like I've got this wound issue. And then you've got the sun, which is the sense of self, which is in the sign of the feminine sign of cancer and mothering opposite Jupiter and Capricorn, which Jupiter and Capricorn is like, I don't like it here. <laughs> I'm very constrained. And this is really bumming me out. So I put, why is my sense of self being constrained? And it's and it's like, well, are you using this time wisely to work on yourself? Yeah. Because with, you know, Saturn-Pluto, we kind of got put in prison. Yeah. You know, in a sense. Yeah. You know, we're in COVID prison. Yeah. We're in emotional prison. Yeah. We're in political prison. We're in, you know, we're just in like, we're, we're confined. And it's just kind of like, you have an opportunity to really, like, focus on yourself. Yeah, and work on yourself and and really think about, yeah, yeah. no, I, I fully agree. And I had actually said that to Brianna, like, um, at the beginning of all of the COVID lockdown stuff, she's like, man, I was just getting my life together and figuring things out and like, you know, getting stuff done. And I was just like, well, it was like, you can't look at it that way. I was like, you can still have the opportunity to get your life together. I said, just think about it this way. I said, this way you have the opportunity. You you don't have an excuse to not work on yourself. What else are you going to yeah. do? You know, I'm like, make use this time wisely. Don't look at it negatively about all the things you're going to miss out on. Look at it positively as it gives you the time to and, and the freedom to work on yourself and do what you need to do for you. Yeah. And so like, yeah. that's how you need to look at this and that's how you need to harness it. Nice. And you come out yes. this better. Yeah, it's kind of like the constraint is actually bringing about a a way to expand the self, you know, and like sun, sun opposite Jupiter. I mean, that's, that's a good aspect for that. The next day, the sun is then opposite Pluto. Because remember, Jupiter and Pluto were really close together. They had a conjunction at the end of last month. So it was just like expanding power create i mean oh yeah <laughs> so um so you're going to have the sun interfacing with pluto and that's going to you know that's like power like where's your power how do you stand in your power and you've got you know cancer great mother on one side and capricorn you know like i always look at that as kind of because it's like I look at it as like that's definitely like authority mm-hmm. like it's to me it's more masculine although I know back in the day like Capricorn was also a feminine sign and that's kind of confusing <laughs> but either way you know you have these two archetypes you know one that is like you know one that is like earth and structure and rules and guidance and then you've got you know this other one that's like nurturing and you know, emotional and watery and together they make mud. 
And then, you know, with the sun being there, so it's like sense of self and then Pluto, it's like, okay, we can go on a real deep dive of ourselves. But it's also, but, you know, Pluto is also power. So it's just, it's another opportunity to figure out where's your power in all of this. So you got Mars Chiron being like, hey, guess what? Wound time. (laughs) And then you've got Jupiter being like, how can we expand in this very confined space? And then you've got Pluto coming in and being like, hey, mm-hmm. remember all that deep, dark shit? <laughs> we got to talk about that. So it's kind of like boom, boom, boom in a couple of days of just like, of like, oh, my God, like deep dive. And then, of course, before that, we had the eclipse that is just kind of like, I'm disrupting your shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm disrupting your emotional whatever. You don't know how to, you know, you feel like the structure under your feet is literally like crumbling away. But here's the thing. When the structure crumbles, that gives you the opportunity to unfurl your, wa- your wings. So if, yeah. if, if, yeah. if you can find the strength to do it, so... Yeah, well, this whole year has been the fucking tower card. Yeah. You know, January 11th, January 12th, we got hit with the Saturn-Pluto conjunction. It was the tower Mm -hmm. card. So shit has been falling down ever since then. And the great thing about the the tower card is that it's terrifying and the fact that everything, like, crumbles and is taken away from you, but it's also liberating because it's like you don't have the confinement. Yeah. Of those old structures that don't serve anybody, except maybe those that built them. I mean, there are people that benefit from them, but all of that is, but see, all of that shit is an illusion anyway. And I've been like, like really thinking way too much about chaos magic lately. (laughs) (laughs) So like, I don't want to go off on a tangent because it'll just like diatribe into like some a bunch of weird shit that no one will understand. But yeah, so that is that's the 14th and 15th on July 20th. This is nice. We get a new moon and cancer. (sighs) No eclipse. (sighs) And actually, I'm. I'm going to check that. I keep checking this because it's like we had a new moon in cancer last month. Now we're having one this month. And that really just freaks me (laughs) out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like why? How did that happen? But yeah, this is like the hundredth time that I've checked this, but yeah, no, that's what happens. It is. It is a new moon in cancer. And it is not, it is not hindered by an eclipse. The new moon that took place on the solstice was, um, we had a solar eclipse. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, setting any intention that day was not gonna, I'm not trying to manifest shit. Until after these eclipses are just gone. Like I keep getting like what I think are good ideas. (laughs) And then just going, nah, just write it down. (laughs) Come back to it later. But um, this will probably, we'll be able to finally like set a nice intention for summer. Even though summer will have already been like a month into play at this point. Like we can kind of just be like, all right, cool. We have a lunation that is an eclipse. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> so I'm I'm feeling pretty positive about that moon. Um, it is going to be the sun will be opposite Saturn at the same time, though. So to me, what this is, I, I look at sun opposite Saturn is an opportunity for some real grounding. You know, yeah. Because Saturn is always like, hey, slow down. Mm -hmm. Think about your shit. Think before you act. Are you prepared? Yeah, be a fucking grown up. And then with like the cancer mothering moon, I think that could just be like, I think think the moon is going to like just interface with Saturn and be like, 
hello. <laughs> and Sutter would be like, what's up, girl? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> like, I'm good. Let's just chill. And Sutter would be like, that's fine. Did you make a list <laughs> of things you need? Things you want to manifest, maybe? <laughs> so... I'm actually looking forward to that new moon and it feels like it'll be a bit of a breather. A little refresher from all the heaviness. Yeah, a li- yeah, a little bit. I mean, the the first part of July is kind of like it, it's to me it feels like turbulence. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's just kind of like, yep, here it is, just more revelations yeah. and more it's that you know, cocky. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, I do. I and like Mars is going to be in Aries, yeah. doing his thing. Now he does not come into any major shit until um, it's like August, because he'll have to interface with um, Jupiter, Pluto, and Saturn, and then the re- you know, and then the retrograde happens, and then it, that it's just going to be. You know, it's going to run over it again and then run over it again. Like Mars being retrograde, it's not a happy Mars. So I have a feeling that September is not going to be great. (laughs) But yeah, so. And then on July 22nd, the sun moves into Leo so sun is at home in Leo. Sun is like, yay, it's summertime. Shake. Although it's still COVID. So wear a mask and stay in stay indoors, please. <laughs> but I mean, that's just the thing, isn't it? Like Mars wants to do shit. Yeah. And yeah, that's what I, that's what I worry about most is that Mars is like, I want to do stuff. Yeah. And and, you know, it's not necessarily safe, but Mars and Aries doesn't necessarily think about that. No. <sighs> you know? Yep. And then the sun goes into Leo and wants to let its hair down. And it's kind of all about the self and the ego. So. Mm-hmm. Second wave? Yeah. So... It's going to be, <laughs> there's potential for problem for, for problems. <laughs> and then we don't have many more aspects to talk about. I just kind of pulled out the ones that I was like, really, that were like, um, glaringly obvious to me. On July 27th, we have Neptune square Venus and... So Neptune's in Pisces. Venus is still in Gemini. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. So we had one of these already. We had one on May 4th, May 21st. And then now here is the, this is Return of the Jedi. (laughs) So we had the trilogy. Um, But, you know, Neptune square Venus, like, you know, Neptune is in a place where Venus is exalted. She's exalted in Pisces. So because it's a square, like, I still feel like this is a good conversation. But it's just, it can end up being dreamy dream time, you know. So this might be a time where we're just like, no, everything will be okay. (laughs) You know, and Mars is like. Yes, everything will be okay. You keep telling yourself that because I want to go do stuff. (laughs) And the sun is going to be like, yes, yes, let's go have fun. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it's kind of um, with the energies going on, it might be kind of like you look back on it and go, maybe that wasn't such a good idea. You know, but that would be true. COVID or not. Yeah, 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 for sure. Because be, because Venus wants nothing more than to be, than to feel good and be surrounded in beauty and art and yummy, tasty things. And 
Um, and Neptune is just like, I am willing to provide the rose colored sunglasses for you to make that happen. You know what I mean? So that's, that's how I feel like that could play out. Now, does that mean that we, um, does it also mean that we could have like a lot of like creative energy? Um, sure. Of course it does. Um, does it mean that we could, you know, indulge in something where, you know, we feel really good in the moment? Of course. It's just how is it going to feel after? Oh, yeah. You know, this is, you know, this is an aspect where like, you know, you go out and you get drunk with your friends and like while it's happening, you're like, yeah. And then the next morning, you're like, I do that. I actually have stuff to do today. Like it's that sort of thing. So, yeah, so that's July 27th. Also on July 27th, we have Mars and Aries square Mercury and Cancer. So this is really interesting, too, because you've got, like, emotions running high. Yeah. You know, so we've got Neptune and Venus, you know, painting each other's faces and, you know, putting on rose-colored sunglasses and drinking wine and then we've got you know mercury shouting down to mars like hey how you doing buddy (laughs) you know and mars is probably gonna sit because it's a square mars is tense so it's probably gonna be something like you know (laughs) you know i'm in my home home sign and all i got was covid19 you know what i mean like it's 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 that kind of thing mm-hmm. where, you know, or, you know, going on to the political stage, it could be like, you know, Mercury and Mars interfacing with each other. There could be anger yep. that is being voiced and being voiced very loudly, mm-hmm. you know, yep. and what also could be being voiced is like, and this is what we want to do about it. But because it's a square, you get that opposite. There's going to. Yeah, there's going to be tension of just like, well, that's what you want to do about it. But this is what I want to do about it. You know, so there could be there could be a fight. I'm sorry. Tug of war. Tug of war. All while Venus and Neptune or trying to make the world a better place. Yes. <laughs> Even though they're not seeing through the fog. Yeah. Like they're kind of foggy. Yeah. They mean So they mean well. They mean well. The right place. Yeah, just like well-meaning white people, you know, tone policing people and you just want to smack them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to go there. <laughs> Don't be sorry. It's the truth. They got to be. In- oh, Lord of mercy. <laughs> this is why I've had like days where I'm like, I'm not going. I'm just I'm posting stupid memes on my husband's wall and then I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's like you kind of got to like duck and run. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Lord. And finally. July 30th, Mercury in Cancer is opposite Jupiter in Capricorn. So again, Mercury is, you know, Mercury's direct at this point. So Mercury's getting his voice back and, you know, talking to planets and being like, so, hey, Jupiter, (laughs) how are you doing down there in Capricorn? And of course, Jupiter is just like, I'm not a fan. I'm constrained. I'm at home. It's cold. Kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so again, I think this could. I really do think this could be a, like. You know, like I'm trying to do these things. I can't get these things done. Like we're we're we will again see the voice of constriction coming out. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, I look at Jupiter and Capricorn as being like, 
Why do I have to stay at home? Why do I have to stay in my room? I didn't do anything wrong. The only thing I did was do my normal planetary cycle. And I get this shit. Like, that's how I feel. Yeah, now I got to sit here. Yeah, I got to sit in here in this cold room thinking about stuff. Like, (laughs) you know, I feel like, you know, Jupiter, he's just not very happy. And then Mercury is going to be giving voice to that. But... Looking at the signs, again, we're going back to Cancer Cap. I I love what April Shaley says that like when stuff is in opposition to each other, one has the medicine for the other. Yeah. If you can take the time to look past your, your, Mm -hmm. you know, what you, I can't think of the word. The fuck is the word? Anyways, you know, you have to, if you can get past your, uh, your oppositions and what, you know, grades against you, then, you know, and you can learn from that, then you can see, you know, that they do have something yeah. that you could learn from, but you have to be past well, and look past that and figure out why it grates you or why it bothers you so much. Yeah, I mean, one of the things I look at it is like Jupiter is saying, like, I don't understand why I have to stay in this room. And I feel like, you know, cancer, like, you know, mm-hmm. is saying, because it's for your own good. Yeah. Because you need to nurture yourself. You need to learn how to nurture yourself in a different way. Yeah. You know, and when it bounces back over to cancer, it's kind of like, and, you know, the, what the cancerian side is the need, I feel like there's the need to like stand up for yourself, you know, do, do the work. You can't just bob an emotion all day. You've actually got to, you've got to. Take the initiative. You've got to, you know, you've got to do, you've got to climb, you got to get out of the pool. You got to climb the mountain. Yeah. You got to take that Which, up and, and, and do it. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you've got to, you know, you've got to get off the couch. You know, Capricorn is like cancer, get off the couch. And cancer is like Capricorn. Did you take a break today? Did you even eat lunch? Like it's, it's that type of energy. That, you know, between the two, they're trying to find, there's this balance that we're trying to find. And it's difficult because what we're seeing is, to me, it's like systems failing everywhere. Yeah. It's, it is. It's systems failing everywhere. And it's kind of like, I feel like the ground is being rocked from underneath my feet, which may, may not be a bad thing because maybe that was all an illusion anyway. Begin with. But now, but now I've got to figure out how to nurture myself in a new, in a new way. Yeah. You know, because, you know, because, because the old, you know, oh, I have to rely on. Well, they don't exist anymore. And it's, and there's like this feeling of like, well, all I have is I have to rely on me. Yeah. And it's like, no, that's not true. Because actually, everybody bought into the illusion. Yeah. So actually, we all have each other. Yeah. We have more similarities than differences. Yeah. Is there some shit that needs to be worked out? Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> dear, dear God. Yeah. Yes. But. Yeah. So it's, so it's that. So to me, that's kind of how it's playing out and kind of how I see it, like in a very broad and global sort of way. Uh, I don't know if any of that made sense. (laughs) Made perfect sense to me. Okay. But that's what I've been stewing in for like forever. Or Tuesday. I don't know. I don't know what day it is anymore. Hard to keep track. <laughs> I get up and I wander into my office and I work for a while and then I wander out and it's kind of like repeat. <laughs> so, 
But yeah, so that is, that's July. And uh. yeah, Mars in, in Aries, like, I don't, I don't really know what to say about it more than, more than that, like, you know, Mars is, you know, Mars is war, Mars is pestilence, Mars is, but Mars is also action. Yeah. And, you know, righteous anger. So I think with Mars and Aries, like, I actually think we could see a lot of good come out of, I mean, it's hard because like, you know, Mars is a malefic, malefics do malefic shit. Like, they're there to kind of fuck shit up (laughs) Yep. to get you right because if everything just runs along smoothly then and you don't have- you never challenge the status quo or what's going on because you're too comfortable yeah exactly so let me see i wanted to i just wanted to look really quick yeah, so on August 2nd, I'm just looking a little bit ahead into the future. So on August 2nd, we get the square, the, the Mars-Jupiter square. And then we get, uh, yeah, in mid-August, we get the Pluto square to Mars. And then we get the big kahuna, the Mars-Saturn square on August 24th. So... That's a little preview into August. Things start to really heat up August into September. And the Mars retrograde, it stations, I believe, on September 9th. It's just interesting to see how, you know, obviously here in the United States, that kind of coincides with our political presidential race this year and how... You know, things are going to get really fucking crazy and intense in those months before. No, hands down, no doubt. Yeah, I, I I actually took a peek at the astrology for November 3rd. <sighs> and that's all I have to say. I really, I, I it's almost, it's one of those things where like, um, because I've also, I've been looking at the Sibley chart and I've looked at the November chart. I've looked at Trump's chart. I've looked at Biden's chart. And all I can say is that it's going to be crazy. Um, with Mars being in the position that he's in, I think we're going to, I think we're going to see an escalation of what we're already seeing. Um, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, we're going to see an escalation of what we're already seeing. And I I don't know if we're going to know the night on the election. I, but there's something in my gut saying, no, you ain't going to know. Yeah. I think I think it's going to be close. I mean, I'm not really saying anything that people haven't said already, no. both astrologer and newscaster, like, yeah. you know, or pundits or whatever. Like, but it's just interesting to see, like, you know, looking at a chart, just going, huh. That's, that's a thing. <laughs> and I know it's not, I mean, and I know like a lot of this stuff, it's, it's scary. And like, it's not necessarily what you want to hear. You know, you don't want to hear that there's going to be like civil unrest and discord and violence and anger and all of that. But the thing is, is that those things are scary. We never want to hear those things, but we've also done those things. 1968, not a great year for us here. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. And, you know, and it's just like, we don't want to go through those things, but the more we think about them, talk about them, the more we can plan for them and be prepared and, you know, favors the prepared. So even though you want to, you know, dismiss it or say it's not going to happen or whatever, it's like discuss seeing those things and those possibilities you know I think that arms you with a little bit more information because you can kind of walk yourself through it or you know 
Well, exactly. Well, and th- I, I was, you know, I look at it this way. It's, it's an astrology forecast, right? So, you know, you check the weather every day because you want to know, is it going to rain? Yeah. And you bring the umbrella and you're like, well, it didn't rain, but at least you had it in the event that it did. You know, that's, that's kind of how I look at this stuff is that, you know, it's kind of like mentally preparing for, you know, the possibilities. And I mean, and the planets and the signs have their significations. Yeah. You know, we know what they mean. How they manifest in our chart depends on how they're playing with our chart. You know, sometimes they play nice and sometimes they don't. And it's the same thing for when we're talking about like the overall global. Like sometimes they play nice and sometimes they don't. Sometimes, you know, sometimes years are better than others. Sometimes, you know, like... From the mundane level, it's not a great year, but you're having a great year because of how everything has lined up in your placements. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or so. it's, it's been a better year because this time you've learned your lessons from the past. You're like, ah, no, yeah. no, I've seen this before. I know how this plays out. This is what we need to do this time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm really interested to see what it's going to be like when Mars gets here. We're close to it. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. But that is July. And I'm sure you and I will talk for a few more minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can go ahead and sign off from the podcast. So, again, thank you for being here with me to talk about all of this crazy stuff. And yeah, I guess we'll do it again for August. See you next month. (laughs) Before I sign off completely today, I want to encourage you to look in the show notes. There is a link for resources that are devoted to anti-racism. It has everything from books to podcasts to articles. And I encourage you to take a look and I encourage you to do this work. It's not easy, it's uncomfortable, but it is more needed than ever. As always, stay safe, and thank you for listening. Take care.